1: Welcome to, sorry if I speak when I speak. Woo! Yeah. I'm Daniel McTook. I'm joined by Dr. Michael McTook, as always, Hi. and John Sheeran. And today, we have a very special guest. I'm talking about Renel Veran. And this guy, he is a defensive tackle in the second year. Big guy. Great looking guy. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Uh,
2: sky high potential. We're so I, excited I to have Back in the day, Daniel, you know, we had a, a guy named the refrigerator. This guy's the freezer. Because he puts the freeze on offenses, that's what I'm calling him the freezer,
1: exactly. Yeah, so, so let's bring him in right away. Renel,
3: hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah,
1: good. yeah, very How exciting.
3: Yes, sir, blessed for the opportunity. Appreciate you guys having me on here. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah,
1: thank you, Rinell, I mean, you, I mean, you are just so impressive physically as a person. Everything, you know, I look at the numbers and I'm just blown away. I mean, this guy, this guy's huge. Five
2: foot six, eight hundred no, and no, thirteen no. making... pounds. You're holding it, you're holding it upside down again, man. You're holding oh. the chart. flip it over, flip it, flip it. Oh, oh
1: six foot five, yeah, three hundred and eighty. Yeah, I'm sorry. But it's still very big. You're still very, very big. Yeah. And you are part of a very talented defensive line. I'm talking about the best defensive line in the entire NFL. And arguably. I am saying that
2: yeah. arguably.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, we are, we are making that argument. It is our show. Best defensive line in the league, you have guys like Carlos Dunlap, Gino Atkins, and now we added DJ Reeder. And, sure. and, and, and we have a guy like you who has this opportunity with your, with your athleticism and your physical gifts to, to kind of grow and learn from those guys and really, really achieve your potential. So we are just so excited about it. And uh, we, we just really, really look forward to seeing your progress. Last year as a rookie, you know, the Bengals are very cautious with the rookies, but you saw a lot of action as a rookie and showed your skills there. So, yeah, thank you for joining
3: us. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. So, yeah. So,
1: yeah. So how is the training going? We know everything is still up in the air. We don't know when the season will start. And, right. And, 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 yeah. So how is it going for you? I mean, are you getting even bigger? Or are you getting even stronger?
3: Nah. Uh, it's getting bigger-wise. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but getting stronger and faster and everything, most definitely. So uh, we've been out. A stadium since December 30th and it's what July 15th, 16th or whatever. So it's basically seven months out the stadium. So I had to uh, discipline myself for seven whole months, you know, training where I was in Arizona in Ohio and everything and just get my, my mind, you know, body ready for, you know, this upcoming season that, you know, I'm praying to, you know, have, cause you know, I have a lot to prove.
2: Yeah. As do we all. as do we are. Yeah. yeah. And, and- known renel for your massive upper body strength and uh, and I'm I have I'm massive but it's not in the upper body and I was wondering if you could give me some tips I'm trying to do some at home lifting how does one get to be a renel ren in terms of size power um, that, yeah talk to me
3: oh there's a, there, there's only one renel ren there's okay only I want to be the second
2: one, junior I wanna be Renell Ren Jr., how do I do it?
3: Hey, the biggest thing is, you know, proper sleep, you know, okay. eat your greens like your mom and dad told you. Uh,
2: I, I sleep eleven hours a day. Stuff.
3: Okay. Oh, 11. It, oh, that's a I only eat now.
2: greens. <laughs> I only eat greens. I'm completely vegan. What else? I, I'm, I'm completely so vegan. check check mark on those two things. What else?
3: Oh man, you have a hard time gaining that weight and that muscle then. You know, I gotta have that, you know, that chicken and that steak in there too. Uh-oh. I gotta Uh-oh. have all that meat in there.
1: Yeah, Renel is one of us, OG, a normal human being. But about lifting, like, what should I lift?
3: <sighs> it, it all depends on your, your mojo and everything. You know, for me, oh, been, that's my favorite one. I've, I've been lifting heavy. I've been lifting heavy. Much, how much? How much? How much? For bench, I say you should start with at least 145. 145 pounds. See, me and four, my, five. my warm up is 225 on up, Gosh. but it, it, it takes time. I'm very competitive, so it's Wait, I mean, going to to, yeah. He did that 30 times with the
2: combine. That's amazing.
3: Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. But <laughs> I mean, Hoji has Fuji has toddlers that weigh that much. The problem is he never spends time with them to pick them up. So no. otherwise, he would be getting that kind of workout. You know. Yeah. But, you know, Brenda. Uh, <laughs> You know, Renell, uh, you have this bull rush that just knocks people on their backs, and it's amazing. But, uh, you know, we, we really are, are curious about what you're doing to expand your game. You know, what kind of new pass rushing moves you might be working on? Like, yeah, you know, I don't yeah, even was, know. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, please.
3: Yeah that, was, yeah, that was the biggest thing I've been working on this uh, offseason, um, just being able to expand what I can do on the field. Now, not just being a run stuffer, but also being a pass rusher, so... Um, being able to know that, you know, people know that I can bull rush and bull rush and counter and all that. But I've been working on a couple more moves that um, I can't wait to, you know, expose out on the field to, you know, get more uh, playing time and just being able to have the coaches, you know, trust me that, you know, on that third down, you know, don't matter how big I am, I'm I'm all – Can
2: you describe the feeling of what it's like to tackle a quarterback? How does Man, it
3: feel? Uh, what
2: does it feel like? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, got the
3: chance to tackle a quarterback yet, but I will be this upcoming season for sure. I have high expectations and I'm very confident for what's to come. I'm excited, you know. Each day, you know, days are going by so fast. So you know, once we get right into camp and doing all those shenanigans and everything, you know, yeah. people will definitely see what's for, what's for to come. So who do you want as your first sack? You know. Like Ben Roethlisberger,
1: mm-hmm. maybe, or maybe a Pittsburgh quarterback, or maybe you Lamar know.
3: Jackson. Ooh, wow, that
1: is that's a big wow. one. tough ass.
3: That's a tough yes. ass. Lamar Jackson, Lamar yeah. Jackson for sure. He said
1: I, it on worried. this show. I'm just worried <laughs> if you tackle Lamar Jackson, that might be the end of him.
2: That's, I mean, that's guy. Oh. oh. Yeah, no, um, Lamar's pretty durable, man. Lamar is on it.
4: Yeah, awesome. but yeah, I, I mean, remember, remember last didn't last year like Josh Tupou. I think he like he, I, I think he tackled him like the open field or whatnot. That's that's some good tape to exactly, watch. Exactly, he right. did.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, that that was amazing. Uh, Josh Tupou is like three hundred forty plus pounds tackling Lamar Jackson in the open field. Uh, a
4: lot of people was very surprised, but Josh can move for mm-hmm. as big as he is. Oh, you can you can move too, man. Like I, I think throughout your career you have played a lot of positions on the on the defensive line. Even last year you were moved all over the line. Is that something that is comforting to you, or do you like the fact or do you like having this one position that you can lock down, or do you like moving across the line like that?
3: Oh, I love being across the line. I'm very comfortable playing the the nose tackle, D tackle in the defensive end, because as mo- as more you can play with position-wise, as you can stay on the field as long as you can. And my thing is this I'm trying to help contribute to the team as much as I can. So put me anywhere and I'm, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the job done. I'm going to do the best I can.
1: Yeah. You know, we talked about, you talked about the working on the past rushing moves. I don't know how much you can reveal, but I mean, but you know, I don't know. I don't know that much about these things, but like, for instance... What kind of things are involved? Like maybe like tickling? Because I know there's like a lot of offensive linemen, they have short sleeves. No, no, there's a big area there of their armpits just exposed. Or maybe like doing like oh, somersaults. Yeah, yeah
3: we've yeah, we been, yeah. we been, yeah, we been talking a lot about that. At that mm-hmm. yeah. When uh, offensive linemen have been uh, exposing their meat, which means they have yeah. been exposure. You know, when they put their hands high and everything, right. you know, you get their weakness spot. And, exactly. you, and you move them out the way. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail what we talk about, but um, trade secrets. Uh, I made a lot of improvement during the offseason. and yeah. like I said from earlier about the pass rush, you know, moves and everything. It's it's going to be a lot to. It's going to be a lot expected out of me, but I'm I'm ready for it. They're not. They wouldn't like allow you to use like
1: accessories like feathers or something to achieve the no. That Oh no no, 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 no. We okay. it has natural, to tickling. <laughs> blowing. You have to Natural tickling. lick and blow. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah, exactly. R- Renel, we have a friend of the show, Matt Menich, and he was talking about Coach Matt Manich, I don't know if you know him on Twitter, very, very knowledgeable guy, former coach himself. And he was talking about uh, how excited he would be to see you at Nose Tackle in the 3 4, playing alongside Gino Atkins and DJ Reader. What I'm, do
2: you think I'm of- ready for it. Yeah. Now, why yeah. is it the nose tackle? Is the right. nose involved. You grab someone by the nose. What's the nose part of the nose tackle? Someone help me out here. I don't understand. What's the difference in nose tackle and another tackle? Like, what does that mean? What are you guys talking about? Why am I alone here? Yeah, it's just a, a strange question. I mean, it, it's, it's very obvious. You you
1: have to, you know, hit the offensive lineman on the nose. No, I get don't, I don't think... It. I'm trying to understand what, what it means to be a nose tackle. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. no he, he concurred yeah that's what it means mm-hmm. so uh john i know you had the question about i did yeah go ahead
4: yeah I, I wanted to take you back to the high school days because in in st louis okay. high played, school. yeah you played both football and basketball it's something you I, you share in common with i think a lot of Bengals on the roster right now t higgins joe burr also both played basketball in high school they're really they're pretty good at it um it, it but a lot of former basketball players, you know, they play wide receiver, they play cornerback, they use that, that closeness and the verticality in, into their games and in, 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 onto the football field. How was that basketball experience? How does that help you as an athlete, at, as a defensive lineman?
3: Man, I said the biggest thing is uh, it requires, you know, footwork. Basketball definitely helped me, you know, being conditioned with football. But really, uh, basketball was my first, you know, my first love. So I really wanted to make it to the NBA at first. So I was really trying in basketball more than football. But then uh, I remember I had that talk junior year in high school. I remember my D-line coach told me, you know, you can't do basketball and football both in college. So you had to pick one. So I was like, man, I'm just a regular uh, point guard size, you know, going to the going to college before to play basketball. So I might as well give football a shot. And ever since then, I've been a uh, fell in love with it and you know god put me in this position to where like i can use like you know my size and the platform i have to be able to you know show how um how much i have you know to put on the field and on and off the field and everything so basketball shaped me in a lot of ways but i have not touched the basketball in years though unfortunately
4: uh well, doesn't uh, Paul Brown Stadium have like a little little basketball hoop in, in the practice? They do, they yeah. do.
3: I, I had I had a couple of dunks in there, but I had to be watchful, you know. I had to <laughs> you know the ankle ankles on the big guy, you know, the bigger they right. are the hard to fall.
4: So so what was point guard size? What how much did you grow up until um the, the your, at the end of your college career? Man, so I mean if you go back to high school, my senior year, I was uh
3: six, five, two, fifty my senior year and then ever since then my freshman year in college i was 255 to 275 295 i finished my redshirt senior year at 305 went to the combine at 318 mm-hmm. uh went to the the bangles thing at 322 and then i and during the season i just been at 310 315 because you know the conditioning and you know uh having the, the shoulder pads on and the full pads and everything getting after it when it's hot outside and everything, you know, it's a different atmosphere over there.
4: Right. So at, at, you know, under, well under 300 pounds, you started more on the edge as a high schooler mm-hmm. and then you kind of transitioned more to the inside. Do you think that more having interior. the, yeah, having um, the experience of being an edge rusher and the, 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 the technique and the handwork that's, that's needed for that has, that, has that helped you in your transition to move inside?
3: You really don't get as much as a hit when you're on a, Outside, So, you know, being an interior defensive lineman, being able to, you know, be the hard defense, you know, you really can't have nothing running up the hole. So you really have to, you know, change your habits and stay low and, you know, attack the the defensive guard or tackle or whatever and get the job done. I feel like uh, interior defensive lineman um, has a harder job because, you know, you you really in the trenches and, you know, they're going to run the ball inside. They don't care how many times they want to do it. They want to see how tough you are so uh, it definitely challenged me in a way but I'm, I'm, I'm glad and just saying it from earlier I can play any position they want me to but the interior uh, I love the inside so make, make yeah, sure Rene, you're a man. Rene, you talked a little about your versatility
1: and your ability to play mm-hmm. basketball you know I was reading about how your rookie camp they the coaches told you know uh, Mike Brown to have you be the first one off the bus? Like they wanted to parade you around for your good <laughs> looks. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. I remember that. And they're always talking about he's such a good looking guy. Like, you know, Zach Taylor was talking about he's such a good looking guy, this guy. Uh, what do you think about acting? Have you ever thought about the acting career? I know Cincinnati isn't exactly the, the best place, but, you know, we are out in LA and we, we could really help you with that. Yeah.
3: Oh, say, uh, say the question one more time. Sorry. Yeah. Have you ever phone thought
1: phone. about getting into acting? You know, being an actor? Oh,
3: no. I've okay. Never thought of getting into acting. Acting is definitely uh, not my forte. I have a few friends that want to join, you know, the little movies yeah. and be a movie star and everything. But as far as me, uh, I'll pass on that. Well, I mean,
1: yeah. your your defensive coordinator, you know, used to be in acting. I think earlier, like played the Hulk. I don't know if you remember. That was probably before your
2: time. No, no, Anaroma, different. It's different. Yeah. it's different. Lou, that's oh. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Different sorry. person. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs>
1: Renel, I want to talk a little bit about the D-line coach, Nick Eason, because he pursued you for a long time. He wanted you right. at the senior ball. He was after you. He knew who you were. And he took a lot of the things that people like Herm Edwards and others, the praise they said about you. He listened to that and he saw what you were. And you've often been described as clay, you know, so much talent that can be molded because uh, your career you know, you like you said, you weren't thinking about going pro until towards the end of your college, you know, third year, I think. Um, yeah, that
4: was a crazy part.
1: So, so what is Nick Easton like? How does he get you prepared, for instance, for game day? Like, does he try to relax you with like a bubble bath and you no. know maybe some Kenny G, no. or or does he try to get you pumped up by you know maybe you eat pop no, rocks no. uh, and to your
3: ACDC? Yeah, go ahead. Man, I love Coach Easton. He t- he always tell me to never get comfortable. Because um, in this league, uh, you do your job or they'll either replace you. And I had to learn that. Uh, I won't say I had to learn it the hard way, but I've I seen people coming in out of the stadium because I was so used to, like, you know, in college, where if you don't do your job or blase, um, blase, then you're just going to be on the bench yeah. sitting down while other people are playing. But in this yeah. league, if you ain't doing what you got to do, you out of there. So uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, – um, individual uh drills with coach eason before and after practice um when we prepare for a game you know i talked to him um he calmed me down sometimes because i will be having the applause i'm like man you know every in, the, in every nfl game i just i was just like man come on now so just being able to have coach eason as a d-line coach you know he also played d-line too so um, we can relate a lot and it's it just great of how like you know he's always on my head and expect expect the best of me because i expect the best for myself too and just yes that's high and grade and work back on the field and everything i'm ready to attack and just you know get, give him my all every rep and help the team become great yeah so uh renell
1: uh, really, what kind of lineups are you imagining right now? I mean, who who are the coaches saying you might be playing next to or, or with? Or, or is that being discussed? or?
3: Um, we're not necessarily being discussed at this moment. Um, there's So since we moved to 3-4, um, that was really called the Big Base Package. And I've seen the depth chart right now. It's not the official depth chart, but they had me start at the defensive end for the Big Base Package. I'm very confident for the goal line that I will be on the goal line and everything. Don't want to go into depth about, you know, everything else. But um, as far as right now, before I step on the field, I'm pretty solid at where I'm at. And I'm going to be working my tail off to, you know, be on that field as much as I can. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, so Renell, this is a little section of the show that we're trying out for the first time. It's called Heart to Heart. It's where we, we push aside. Heart to Heart. We can push aside the, the facts and the stats and the, all that stuff, and we get down to who you are. So, look, you're a big, strong man. As a child, yeah. as a child, did you get so big because people made you feel small? What made you into the man you are?
3: Yeah. Oh, man, uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm a God-fearing man. Yes. Second off, um, I was blessed to have uh, a mother and father, father figure still in my life currently. And Perfect. just being raised in a household where they disciplined me inside the house rather than be disciplined on the streets. And they always taught me the matter of saying, yes, sir, no, ma'am. And just being respectful, you know, throughout my journey and always having great character because you never know who you might walk into. And just, they're my motivation. My granny is my motivation and just being able to, you know, have that um, support system, the family to be able to, you know, pick you up when you're down and just yes. being able to, lift you up during you know trials and tribulations and circumstances and everything so i'm very blessed with the family that i have i also have a fiance that um definitely uplift that definitely uplifts me Uh, i've been with her since my freshman year in college and you know she's been there every uh, single day i appreciate her my family and you know the best is yet to come from here and i just you know when i have kids in the long run if i'm blessed to have them just being able to you know show them that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're going to have people in your life that's for,
2: you know, a blessing or a lesson. So, yeah. I I tell you what, it's a a lot to come. I tell you what, the mixture of humility and ambition that you have, you're going to be one of the fan favorites in in no time, I, I predict. So, Considering your love for family and 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 being around others and all that, how are you handling the situation with COVID nineteen? Something you you can't just tackle like everything else. It's something that it's tackling you maybe. Man, how do you feel uh, about that?
3: man about the COVID nineteen? Mean, yeah. I've been hearing all types of stuff, a lot of conspiracy theories, a lot of oh, opinions yeah. on you yeah. know people saying we should wear masks, we shouldn't, or everybody's going to be immune to it before. You know, blase blase, they're talking about it won't go away to 2022. And it's just very unfortunate how a lot of families and, you know, people getting affected the virus and people dying and everything. Um, My condolences to everybody, families that's been, you know, passing away or sick with COVID right now. Yeah. Nothing but blessings for them ahead. And it's really just an uh, eye opener of you know, since I'm a guy, man, um, I don't want to like get into like heavy description, heavy details of what's going no. on. But I would say that you know, wear your mask, protect yourself, quarantine, social distance, and do what we have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and, yeah, know, yeah, I'm we're the same. Have answers and everything in the long run about that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm the yeah. same
1: way. I mean, I'm just I, I don't really know what the whole situation is, but. I'm trying to help by wearing my mask. As you can see right here, it's a big That's not mask. a mask. That is a not mask. a mask. Can you <laughs> no. see that,
2: Renel? There's <laughs> no, a, no that's mask. mask. That's a tie. No. No. Nope. <laughs> Next. Hold Next. on.
1: I will show you. Hold on. <laughs>
2: I'll show you. Hold on. <laughs> it's not a mask. See,
1: you see the mask? It's a mask. <laughs> no,
2: it's not a mask. Oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's not a mask. <laughs> it's not a mask. It's a mask.
1: Yeah. So I mean I'm the, I'm the same way, Renel. I'm sacrificing, you know, uh our, our show really is 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 behind in terms of our training camp and our practices and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we do have
2: a training camp, Renel, for the show. Yeah. And it involves a lot of voice voice training. Uh yeah. it involves gargling, Yeah. Yep, gargling salt, yeah. uh it involves right. stat looking up in. Oh man. Yeah. It's
1: been hard. it's been tough. It's yeah, been but I mean <laughs> yeah, but it's still the show is growing, you know. I mean, yeah. we have getting so many people that are being patronizing toward us, you know, on Patreon.com. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, we just had a, a new one this week, Brian Creamer giving twenty dollars a month. I mean, we have ten patrons. Love that and thing. yeah. And our subscribers oh, are no, yeah. 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 we almost at two thousand subscribers too, you know, like Larvin, oh. Hancock, Gavin, Forcino David W, Randall Graves, Jackson
2: Brill. All these guys. Renan, when you get days. your first sack, when you come on our show, can I get you to commit to that? You you get your first sack. You come on our show that week. What do you say? I got you. We'll send the, Thank you. We'll send the positive vibes. I'm going to start. I have a team of vibe sender outers, you know, at Mahogiland, land States. We'll start sending the positive <laughs> vibes. You come back with your first sack on our show. Okay. Sounds yep. good. It's awesome. I'll keep my word.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and please make it Ben Roethlisberger. If, no, if it doesn't matter favorite. with it. He said,
2: "Lamar Jackson, you pick whoever you want." That's AFC. AFC, AFC North has its it has a, a a number of people that we would be happy to see you sack because we want to win. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah ben, that, that's that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Exactly. I
2: think a number of people
1: is the perfect way to describe
3: Ben Roethlisberger. By the way,
1: he's the size of a number of people. Yeah. He is. he's the size about yeah. three. Yeah. About three people. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. About. Yeah, I ain't worried about that. Five so don't mean
2: none. Nope. Not to me at least. No,
3: no. Not he's never very. seen he's never
1: seen someone like you, Renel.
2: He's never seen someone no. like you. I mean he's seen I hope he hasn't. No, he's seen people, but he's never seen yeah. Renel, I think that I really hope this year is big for you. I'm really happy you came on our show. I uh I'm looking out for th- this season to be an explosive one. I think a lot of us are. I mean, we've been the Bengals fans, I don't know if you know, we we've been waiting for a year, like we're hoping this year will be. <laughs>
3: Hey, I, I have the same, you know, outcomes and everything. You know, I'm, I'm ready. Been training for too long. It's been seven months. Wow! Haven't been in the stadium. Haven't seen uh, my name on on the door or anything on the lock in the locker room or anything. You know, you know, it, it definitely humbled me to you know to appreciate everything. So I have high expectations for myself, like I said earlier, and I'm, I'm ready to get after it whenever it's time.
1: Yeah, Rene, awesome. let me ask you
3: something. I know, I know,
1: uh, you're on defense, but having a guy like Joe Burrow extend drives, you know, eat up play clock, getting the defensive line off the field you know, keeping them off right. the field. How much does that change, you know, your preparation make your game easier?
3: Man, it makes my game way easier being able to, you know, have a quarterback that has the mindset to, you know, um, have the, you know, O-line, you know, stay on the field and do what they have to do, run the, run the clock and, you know, score touchdowns and all that and giving us opportunity to when it's our time, we uh, stop them on third down and get off the field and let the and let the offense do what they
2: have to do great that's awesome That's great. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it
3: helps us relieve a lot of you know stuff and we won't get you know stressed over things but being able yeah. you know defeat them on first second third down uh get that you know return out and you know relax on a relax on the sideline game plan for the you know the next play and everything and and get it going yeah uh, i mean last year the defense was on the field for so
1: long i mean i hate to you know, but the defense really I think we didn't see what you guys could achieve because of again, I mean, it, it was it was is incredible. But I think Yet they had a pretty good yeah. year
2: considering.
1: Yeah, they are still really I mean, I think the red zone defense was still great. It was really and, good. you know yeah. And so now with all these linebackers too, that's another thing. All these linebackers flying right. around, these athletic defense linebackers exciting this year. Yeah,
2: it's exciting. Yeah, going what are you very, gonna do very with this?
1: What do you think about them flying around like that?
2: Flying Man, it's, it's, it's going to be a
3: great opportunity for everybody, you know, yeah. um, doing their assignment, see a little, see a lot, doing what they have to do, you know, for the red zone and everything that, you know, we got to do in order to get off that field. You know, everybody has opportunities, opportunity, you know, to be great and be successful. So, you know, uh, for my thing from last year, I had to stop overthinking, stop thinking so much and stop worrying about yeah. what everybody else is doing, but worry about what I'm doing. And when uh, once I get that in my head, which I am now, and just, you know, Knowing your plays and being productive, uh, you know I'm gonna do what I have to do, in or you know to to make it a second down, third down, then we all the field. You know I love celebrating with my team, and I love you know winning. Very competitive, so once we do what we have to do, and you know, worry about each other responsibilities, but you know contribute as a team, then you know the sky's the sky is the limit for us. That's well, nice. the
1: sky is the limit for you, and you know you talked about how Chris Jones was a guy you looked up to, and he just got, right. you know, like a 100 million dollars mm-hmm. or something. So, I think no. it's
3: great. Yeah.
1: No. So, I mean, yeah, with your potential, I can't imagine the the kind of contribution you'll be able to make to our show. You know, I mean, I, the, the No, no do not. not listen to him. Oh, don't. Right. That's rude. No, That's no, I rude. just Hold on. Hold on. I I He's am <laughs> in, I'm encouraging him. So, don't therefore, listen to- I I am sharing in his success. When no, he gets to the you're yeah. leeching. That's called leeching. Oh that's leeching. On his success. Okay. Let <laughs> the man be successful. Well, at least at least he can subscribe and all of you can subscribe that's and right. right. you can uh, smooch that like button Mashed. just get on the yeah just get on the train and support the show like Tell I again. Again. Yeah. 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 And, and also and also
2: yeah. do something so that the notifications pop up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Make sure you get turn on your notifications so you yeah. don't miss another great interview like we had with Renel. Renel, I am humbled by your humility. Really I am. By your yeah. your your solid character.
2: Yeah.
1: And 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 and, and I respect you. And I, and I read about the coaches and how much they love you and say your character is phenomenal. How much you're you're looking to learn and how much they think of you. And so that's why you wanted on the show. And we were so honored that you came on. So thank you, Renel.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity for to you. have me on here.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So, with that, we will end the show. So long. This week. Bye.
0: Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything, and now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS Viya, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com V-I-Y-A. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts.